Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. But first, Anne-Marie got in contact with us. Uh, she's on the line. Anne-Marie, you have a problem regarding your passport. What's the story? Yeah, thanks, Emily and Andrea, for the call. Um, yeah, so obviously everyone understands that there's a backlog and I think that was identified in January 2022 and even as far back as 2021. But the problems are identified like one year later, it basically seems to not have gotten on and moved on any further. And both myself and my sister are trying to get our daughters our first-time passport or their first-time passport. And we basically can't um, get through to anybody. And anytime we do, the service is less than um, less than good. It's, it's really, really bad, if I'm honest. So when did you first apply, Anne-Marie, for the passport? So we both applied in May, which... Um, I understand isn't over possibly the twelve week threshold of when you're, you're you're supposed to be issued them, so that's kind of not the the biggest issue here around times. Times are an issue, obviously, mm. still, but the biggest issue for us is um, the the service. So, in my circumstance, uh, I'll kind of lead with that. Is basically I applied online, um, and I did the process. I paid for the passport. And then you send a consent form link. And basically the consent form link never worked for me. So I went to print it the next day to fill it out, to populate it, to get signed by a guard. And it never worked. So there is an option to send a resubmission link, which I did. And that said that it would be with me in five days, five working days. And that never came through. So this was all on June 1st. And then basically I did not get my my consent form um, until this week, which was six weeks later. Um, I tried everything I could to um, call them, to live chat them. Nothing was ever available. I could never do it. I mean, you could look at my phone log and I'd have 800 calls to the passport office. Um, It just never worked. I even contacted my TD in my area Mm. because there's supposedly a line directly in that they have access to. My TD confirmed that there is a line, but it's just as difficult for them to get through. So, I mean, I suppose the real bugbear here is for us, is that, you know, we were fed this line from the government, you know, back in January, February, that, yeah, due to COVID, due to Brexit and an unprecedented number of applications. But, like, we just have to accept this, you know, but there's been no foresight given to the number of kids born during COVID and that the government office was closed during COVID. They didn't process passports. So during that time, there was no passports issued. So obviously there was going to be a backlog. And then, you know, my child is, is, is a toddler, so I never got her a passport when she was a newborn. Um, so I waited because of COVID. I didn't travel. I didn't do anything. I did everything I was told to do. And now when I look for it and I'm entitled to it, mm. um, it it's like I'm asking for gold. You know, I actually went into the passport office and the service and the response that I got was, I felt like, I felt so small. I felt awful for even going in and questioning this. Um, so this was it was it was during May that you applied. Uh, there's roughly yeah. in around the three week wait. So you're you you must be over that threshold nearly well, at this I'm, stage. Yeah. So I'm I applied in May, and, and my sister did the same. We both applied in May, and um, my sister has missed a holiday. She she has lost money did because she? she still hasn't received her child's passport. And um, she she actually had a really really bad experience this week with them when she called. Um, so there was a processing error on her part, um, to be fair. 
she actually put in two applications because she put in one by Fast Post Express and that processing time was going to be, I think, sometime in August. And so she knew that that would be too late for her travel dates. So she tried to cancel that application and submitted an online application, which would override, hopefully, the um, post one. So when she called, when she finally got through this week, this is the only week she could get through, she was basically told that she shouldn't have submitted two passports, that that's not allowed. And she said, I fully understand that. I just would like to explain. And the representative on the line told her that, no, um, that's not allowed. Um, Don't use that tone with me, is what she was told. And basically told that she was cancelling the passport application and the lady was terminating the call. Right. Yeah. So she then did not know what to do. And she wasn't sure which passport application was cancelled. She basically, um, she rang her TD, because like me, went to her TD. I know, I know. Who do you ring? And um, who do you ring? Exactly, Andrea. Who do you ring? And, and the response when you go in, I, I went in, I paid €120 Euro for the privilege to go in. €120 Euro I didn't really have, but I wanted to get to I the know. bottom of this. Because my problem was, I couldn't actually submit anything until I got this consent form link. I couldn't do anything. My hands were tied for six weeks. And I could get through to nobody. And when are you when are you due to go away, Amory? Um, end of August, early September, and, end of August. And given, I know they they did you know earlier this year they um, assigned additional staff to the passport office, mm-hmm. and I think some of that backlog mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. has been cleared. Um, did I read somewhere there there was about 800,000 passports have been processed so far this year. Yeah. But your point, like you're quite accepting of the fact that there is a delay and there's a backlog. Yeah. But it, it's the yeah. communication element really is your yeah. your big gripe. And yeah. funny you say that because the ombudsman, I, I, I note only in, in, in May of this year, apparently they, um, the ombudsman said that the passport office has received more complaints already this year than it did for all of last year, for the entirety of last year. And and the, the ombudsman, um, the commissioner, said that actually communication was key, that the main complaints yeah. were sent in regarding a lack of communication between the service mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and and the complainant. And, and it seems to be a processing problem. Like, as in, you know, I don't understand the, the inner workings of the passport office. I don't understand what the staff in there have to do on a daily basis, OK? That's their job. That's their role. But I'm sure there is an element of frustration on their part, possibly, know, because I of the, the large volumes. And I understand that, and I'm sympathetic towards that. But I'm also not accepting of the fact that this is something as, this is a taxpayer's office. You know, I'm a taxpayer. This is an office, this is a department, a government department, that has a level of customer service attached to it. And that level of customer service is less than you know, less than it should be. It is 100% less than it should be. The lack of communication between even interdepartments. So just to go back there to my sister's predicament, when the passport was cancelled, she called again and, you know, called numerous times to try and get through. And she did get through to somebody. And their response was, yes, the passport was cancelled. It was, it, was it was the online application that was cancelled. And your OnPost Express passport is still in, in the system. So she still has one passport in the system, but the, they, she said, okay, what's the time frame on that? And he, mm. the person on the end of the line said, I can't say. And she said, how can you not say? And he said, I don't have access to that system. I mean, that's just insane. That's just crazy that somebody within the department doesn't have access to answer a question that a customer has had. 
Do you think, Anne-Marie, will you get the passport? Like, will you will you make this holiday? I don't think so. That's really very frustrating. So. Yeah. It is frustrating. And it, it's frustrating because it's something that, you know, we're told, you know, oh, just go about your lives now, live your lives, do, do what you need to do. And yes, we're almost hostage here in Ireland because I can't travel without my child. The, I wouldn't travel without I know, my child. you need the passport, you know. And, and like, like, you put it in in May. May. You'd imagine yeah, you'd have also, it by the end of you know, August. I'm, but I put it in in May, but due to, you know, an administration error, they, they weren't able to process it. But like, it's an, that's not my fault, mm. you know, and there's no accountability for that. There's nobody in there that can take accountability for anything. I went in and the service, I mean, I was basically told this is a first time application. You cannot come here. I don't deal with this. I said, I understand that. But would you please just listen to my predicament? I mean, I don't know what else to do. My hands are tied. Please. I would love advice. I know. And that's the thing, isn't it? I think a lot of people, the big complaint, and it's the same when we talk about the airport and mm. flights being cancelled, people getting information, lost luggage. Yeah. The, the biggest complaint actually people have because they're quite tolerant and, you know, things go mm-hmm. go missing or get delayed and, and that kind of stuff happens. But it's the not being able to get through to somebody to talk to somebody or get a reply yeah. to an email. And, you know, and I think that's the, it's the basic, the lack of basic customer care sometimes I yeah. think is the biggest you know, antagonising factor for people. Listen, Amory, I hope you get the passport and I hope you get to go away on holidays. I'm sure you're you're looking forward to it. Um, keep in touch with us and 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 let us know if there's any update to that. And and we can try and we will reach out to the passport office. We'll see what they say about the just the the general customer care, I suppose. You know, and 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 the way that you're feeling because you shouldn't feel like that dealing with them. Well, dealing with any office, mm-hmm. let alone a government office. But we'll we'll put an inquiry in with the passport office for you about that. And look, hopefully, you'll get sorted. Thanks very much, Andrea. Not at all. Listen, mind yourself, Anne-Marie. Uh, lunchtime live at newstalk.com as always. That's the email address if you want to get in touch with us here today. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.